The Alan Watts iPhone app is now available on the iTunes App Store, featuring the entire Alan Watts podcast series at your fingertips. Visit alanwattsapp.com for more information. The Western model of the universe is political and engineering or architectural. And therefore, as one understands the operations of a machine by analysis of its parts, by separating them into their original bits, we have bitted the cosmos and see everything going on in terms of bits, bits of information, and have found that this is extremely fruitful in enabling us to control what's happening. After all, the whole of Western technology is the result of bidding. And so we thing the world, that is to say, in order to measure a curve, you have to reduce it to point instants and apply the calculus, so in exactly the same way, in order to discuss or talk about the universe, you have to reduce it to things. But each thing, or think, is, as it were, one grasp of that spotlight. Going, like this, you see. So we reduce the infinite wiggliness of the world to grasps or bits we're getting back to biting you see the idea of the teeth to grasps of thought and so we thereby describe the world in terms of things just as that fisherman could describe his view by the number of net hole over through which the view was showing But the problem that arises is, is this. First of all, very obviously, everybody knows, I hardly need to mention it. Uh, go to the science of medicine. You get a specialist who really understands the function of the gallbladder. And he studied gallbladders, gallbladders, gallbladders ad infinitum. And he really thinks he knows all about it. But whenever he looks at a human being, he sees him in terms of gallbladder. And so if he operates on the gallbladder, he may do so very knowledgeably about that particular area of the organism. But he does not foresee the unpredictable effects of this operation in other connected areas because the human being's gallbladder is not a thing in the same way as the, um, a spark plug in a car can be extracted and a new one replaced. Because the system isn't the same. There is a fundamental difference between a mechanism and an organism which can be described operationally. Mechanism is assembled. You add this bit to that bit to that bit to that bit. But an organism grows. That is to say, when you watch in a microscope 
uh, a solution in which crystals are forming. You don't see this thing of little bits coming in, coming in, coming in, joining each other and finally making up a shape. You see a solution where, well, it's like when you watch a photographic plate developing. But suddenly, all the whole area which you're watching seems to organize itself, to develop, to make sense. Moving from the relatively simple and gooey to the relatively structured and prickly. But not by addition. So then, if we are trying to control and understand the world through conscious attention, which is a scanning system, which takes in everything bit, 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 bit. What we're going to run into is that if that's the only method we rely on, everything is going to appear increasingly too complicated to manage. So that you get, for example, uh, let's take uh, the problem of um, the electronic industry. The catalogs of products that are being produced over the world by the electronic industry. Who has read all the catalogs? How do you know uh, where, where you've got a, something you're working on, whether it's patented or not? Who else has taken out a patent? Has anybody had time to read all the catalogs? Well, nobody has. They're just voluminous. And it's exactly the same in almost any other field. There's an information explosion, like a population explosion. How on earth are you going to scan all that information? Yes, of course you can get computers to help you in this direction. But by Parkinson's law, uh, the sooner, uh, sooner you become more efficient in doing this, uh, the more the thing is going to develop so that you will have to have more efficient computers still to assimilate all the information. You'll be ahead, but only for a short time. So you see, there's this problem of uh, the, the sort of competition of consciousness of its how fast can you go and keep track of it you see and say I'm a, I've got a good memory I can keep track of that and you say to you I bet you you can't I'll go more complicated than you see let musicians do this they're drummers you know and they get things going and they start and, they, and so long as they count and lots of musicians do count it is crazy but they do. And they count, 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 and they out-complicate each other to the point where you can't retain it any longer in memory. So you say, okay, if I, if I can't retain it, we've got this gadget here that can. And we've got these um, marvelous mechanical memories, and they will retain it. And they'll go much more fancy. They'll go this duty, duty, duty at a colossal speed, like that, you see. But it's the same old problem. Because you've got something that can outdo that. So we end up asking, uh, yeah, but supposing there were some other way of understanding things. Let's go back from the spotlight to the floodlight, to the extraordinary capacity of the human nervous system to comprehend situations instantaneously.
without analysis. That is to say, without verbal or numerical symbolism of the situation in order to understand it. I hope you understand what I mean by that. It's clear. We, we do do that. We have this curious ability of pattern recognition, which uh, the m mechanical systems have only in a very primitive way. Xerox have put out a machine which recognizes figures uh, written in almost anyone's handwriting, provided their handwriting is fairly uh, grade school and normal. But a computer has a terrible time trying to recognize the letter A when it's printed in, say, sans serif, Gothic, uh, longhand, uh, or whatever kind of A you may write. The human recognizes instantly this pattern but the computer is still at a disadvantage here. It seems to lack a kind of uh, capacity I would call field organization, because it's all punctive, it's digital. It uh, is like a newspaper photograph, you know, which when you look at it under a microscope is all dots. Now, so the, the, prob the problem is this. In developing technology, are we leaving out of consideration our strongest suit, which is the brain itself? See, we are at a situation where the brain is still uh, not really worked out by even the most competent neurologists. It puzzles them. They can't uh, give a model of the brain in numerical or verbal language. Now, you are that, you see. You are this thing. You yourself are this thing which you yourself can't figure out. In the same way that I cannot touch the tip of this finger with the tip of this finger. I can't bite my own teeth. But I, who is attempting to touch the tip of this finger with this finger, am, by the sheer complexity of my structure, far more evolved than any system which I can imagine. This is, in a way, uh, slightly akin to the Gödel theorem, that um, you can't have a, a system of, uh, say, a logic which defines its own axioms. The axioms of any given system must always be defined in terms of a higher system. All right, so you are the most complex thing that has yet been encountered in the cosmos. And you can't figure you out. Now, you, suppose we're going to try to do that. And become, as it were, completely transparent to ourselves so that we entirely understand the organization or the mechanics of our own brains. What happens when we do that? Well, you're, in the, well you, you're back in the situation of God. When you're God, what are you going to do? When you're God, you know what you're going to do? You're going to say to yourself, man, get lost. <laughs> because what you'll want is a surprise. And when you've figured everything out, there won't be any surprises. You'll be completely bored.
You've been listening to Alan Watts from the Spoken Word Library of the Electronic University. For copies of this and other Alan Watts programs, please go to alanwatts.com on the World Wide Web or call us toll-free at 1-800-W-O-WATTS. That's A-L-A-N-W-A-T-T-S dot com or 1-800-W-O-W-A-T-T-S. The Watts website features free audio downloads, program lists, and information on Watts' life and works. Once again, that's alanwatts.com or 1-800-W-O-WATTS.